Welcome to At The Root with Greg Kuyper. Greg is a psychotherapist and holistic life coach. He is the man behind Kuyper Counseling. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg knows that without connection to ourselves, connection with others is near impossible because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living. If you have a question or a comment, you can call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or feel free to go to his website, KuiperCounseling.com. You can learn more about Greg, his practice, all of the services that he offers, and uh, you can send him a question or a comment. Hello, Greg. Hello, Stacy. Here we are. Here we are. It is another week for learning to be present and connected, which is is. perfect because I had to do exactly what you told us not to do last week. Oh, yeah? Over the last five days, I had to be on autopilot to to be efficient. Yeah. I was was working um, for Fashion Week for the past five days. Sure. And, um, you know, it was definitely this autopilot thing that I had to do. However, that was not in my relationships with my significant other. So that's good news. (laughs) Um, And that is exactly what we had talked about last week. This idea that we tend to be on autopilot in an effort to be emotionally efficient. Um, And we talked about how you need to address the wounds and ineffective um, bandages, we don't just dress them. See what I did there? We need to address them and not just (laughs) dress them. Um, And then you also talked a little bit about Steve and Char and you shared the um, Steve was being an idiot while driving story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To which I related because, yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Well, you know, sometimes we have to be on autopilot, right? I mean, if we want to we want to stick with our job, you know, <laughs> I mean, we want right. to be employed, whatever we, but I think the, the big part of it is, is having the awareness that we're okay. I'm on autopilot for the next four hours, but right. I don't have to remain on autopilot when I get home with my family. You know what I mean? Well, and, and what's, what's interesting is that it's a choice that I had to make because what I was doing um, with people during this time could be considered in some ways an intimate thing, talking about their personal style, their image, those kinds of things. Sure. And in order not to bring their their baggage home, I had to sort of create a bubble around myself of protection, right? Mm-hmm. Because I have my own baggage and I didn't really feel like carrying theirs as well. Um, and so there was a purpose for that. Sure. However, then when I went home, I was able to actually be vulnerable and really try to be present. Yeah, yeah. When we're around people like that so much, I mean, everybody's got different energy, right? And mm-hmm. and, and depending on what their energy is, how is it meshing with yours? I mean, there's there, there's a place for a bubble, right? Yep. There, there definitely is. Absolutely. Yeah. And your your relationship with your significant other or your kids is perhaps not it, which is well. Hopefully, they're in the bubble, right? I not outside that's... the bubble. <laughs> There you go. I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we've been having these discussions on relationship difficulties, issues. And and I think we, as we go through this, 
and we and we face these difficulties. We come face to face with this wall that's kind of in front of us, right? And over time, we we realize that no matter what we do, we can't climb over this thing and we can't get around it. It's just not working. And I think what the wall is is our realization that our relationship problems aren't with the other person as much as they are with ourselves. Mm. Many times, right? Mm-hmm. And and. So no wonder that wall is hard to get over or around or through or whatever because it's a realization that, oops, I'm part of this. I may be all of it. Right. <laughs> right. And as soon as we can find that awareness, we are able to find that portal through the wall, right? Get on get on to the other side. And we say it on every show, right? It's impossible. You just said it. It's mm-hmm. impossible to have an emotional connection with others when we don't have an emotional connection with ourselves. So ourself. Here we go. What do we mean by that? What is yourself? What is myself? What is self? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I think it is that thing that is at the core of yourself that I I always say that it's like the version of me that I was in second grade before. (laughs) And the reason I pick that is like, you're old enough that you've had some, you know, growth and you're able to realize that the world is not solely about you Mm -hmm. and you can dream and think about the future, but you're young enough that you're not yet impacted by maybe your friends completely. So you can, you know, be the girl that's like, when I grow up, I'm going to be, you know, the first female president or an astronaut or I'm going to do circus tricks or whatever it is. And it's like I go back to that time all the time and realize that in some ways that's who I was before the heaviness of expectations and shoulds and all of that kind of stuff Yeah, before you were wounded a bunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Like when I could still dream and my tail would wag of excitement of, you know, the things that were, you know, simple and I could enjoy them and and I didn't get distracted by the noise. And no one told you you couldn't be an astronaut or president or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like that. That's kind of what I mean, too, you know, with this. And and I kind of break it down a little bit is that, you know, our self is, we've got this physical body, right? That's part of our self. And and we've got our personality. We talked about that last week, which is, you know, our memories and experiences, our knowledge, emotions, information, right? All of these things that we've accumulated over time, good or bad, are part of our personality. So that's part of our self. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the part that is really important for me is, is what I call the true self. I'm not the only one that calls it that, but a true self. And this is innate, right? It's always been there. It was never born and it will never die. It is that, you know, energy pattern, that vibration that has always existed. And when this physical body dies, it will still be as it always has. So this is a theory I go with, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a theory. It makes sense to me, and it feels right. I like that. Well, there's a lot of theories about the self, right? I mean, because no one has any empirical evidence or proof of what the self is. I mean, it's all just theories. I was reading one scientist says that the self is nothing more than a bundle of perceptions. Yeah, well, we can 
Think about that one. Here's another one. This guy dismisses the self as merely a center of negative gravity. Whatever that means. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, weighted with negativity then. Center of negative gravity. I mean, I've got to read that one just so I know what the angle is, right? But that's the rub here. The science is, is, is trying to explain all this, and there's no evidence. We do know something, though, and that, that, that energy doesn't die. It just transforms. So we are energy, and we transform. The energy that we are, always have been, exists of these vibrational patterns. Mm-hmm. These vibra- yeah, vibrational patterns have evolved into what I'm calling the true self, right? As, as it transforms, the patterns transform, and, and this true self evolves. So in, in, my, in my mind, in my feelings, this true self consists of love, compassion, kindness, objective consciousness, mm-hmm. right, awareness, value, will strength, you know, the strength of our will, and joy, the important stuff, mm-hmm. I call it. I'll come up with a better term for that one of these days, but right now it's just the important stuff. Maybe you will, but yeah, yeah. the ah. important stuff, that's what I call it. I mean... <laughs> But do we need something more clinical? I don't know. No, I don't think we do. The important stuff. When we, when we come into this physical existence, we are born in a non-differentiated state of the unity of the true self. Well, that's deep. Yeah, it's our source, right? It's, it's, we haven't been affected yet by the outside influences. It's just pure compassion, love, kindness. It's real and it's pure. How long do you think that lasts for? About three seconds. Okay. <laughs> so we're on the same page. Because I'm like, because the minute then, like, you know. I don't know. But very soon, right? Like, I mean, the minute that the mother say me is like, I'm sure that we're going to get along famously. But right now, I'm going to let you go over there. <laughs> right. Okay. So there it goes. One. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure that we're in agreement that right. it is like a true, pure, untouched, Absolutely. a magical moment that lasts for a moment. Well, yeah, it's a moment because as soon as we start being affected by the external environment, right, people, places, things, whatever, as soon as that happens, mm-hmm. which is right away, right, um, uh, if those things are, I don't know, I, I hate using the word negative, but you know what I mean. If they aren't in tune with our source, that compassion, that love, and all that, if they aren't exactly pure like that, and they can't be, mm-hmm. then we're affected by it. Okay. So, you know, I made a distinction between our true self and our personality. So what is the difference? Well, certainly our personality does not exist in the now present moment, right? It, it, eh, yeah, I don't, yeah, it doesn't exist in the now, meaning that it exists in the past, I think, a lot, right? Memories and regrets. That's part and, of our and, personality. And reputation. Oh, reputation. 
right? Yeah. I mean, that goes with that that person that said it's about perceptions. Yep, it does. And, you know, I think, like, there's an assumption that my I have a big personality and that I'm an extrovert and that that's my personality. However, my true self, right? I'm more of an introvert. There you go. Hmm. And the personality, you know, exists in the past. Exists in the future a lot too, right? Where worries and fears, holy cow, right? That's the future. Hasn't happened yet, but we're worrying about mm-hmm. what's coming. Yep. But it's not here. And so... And, and fears and dreams too, right? Goals, dreams—that's that's in there too. But that's all part of our personality. Um, and ego, because ego is both vanity and insecurity. There you go. So, you know, our, if our personality is not our true self, then that does that imply that it's our false self? Just by because of that, right? Right. Yeah, you know, I I say yes for most of us. And by false, I don't mean wrong or bad. I just mean it isn't inclusive of our true self. Right? There's a separation. Okay. And that's where we fall down in our transformation, I think, our evolution of this vibrational pattern is that we struggle with including this valuable resource, our true self, in our day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's a facade that it's flat, right? Yeah. So if the true self is something that is, you know, this this ball of energy that's three-dimensional, right? Because mm-hmm. energy is energy, then it's like our our personality or our false self is a facade that we have in front that doesn't have that same vibration that our true self does. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, think about it. If every person, every energy source existed as their true self. That'd be a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure it could even exist in in our present, you know, framework. Right. It it just, yeah, it wouldn't be in this present framework. So if we don't include these, these factors of the true self, love, compassion, kindness, objective consciousness, value, strength of will and joy, in some degree as we move through our days, we are not connected, not attuned with our true self because that's what our true self is. So the personality, the false self, right, is in control, calling the shots. And once again, I'm not saying this is absolutely wrong or bad. It's just lacking some critical elements We've talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So our personality is kind of is endless chatter in our heads, really, right? Mm-hmm. And it is so loud and persistent and tenacious because that is what our society and culture has nurtured in our search for contentment and happiness is chatter. And it looks to me like it's a never-ending, <clears throat> excuse me, never-ending journey because we are leaving out a vital component, the true self and the important stuff. Right, the good stuff. The good stuff. It's the inside of a Tootsie Pop. Oh, yeah. The important stuff. Right? 
<laughs> well, it's easy to leave it out, right? The true self is not loud and persistent and tenacious. It just is quietly existing in the now every, every second, right? It's present. The true self is a knowing a centered place of bliss and peace. I like to think of it that way. So how does that possibly compete with the wildness of our daily existence? It doesn't. It's not going to compete. But if we're going to include it in our transformation, we have to turn to awareness. Making an effort to bring it into the formula. It's not difficult, but a lot of us don't have a clue how to do this, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, and that makes it difficult. The chatter is so ingrained in our minds, can we just be for a moment without it? Can we do that, right? We all can with awareness. Presence, patience, um, practice, and positive thinking, remember? There's the four Ps. The four Ps. That's the awareness part. So I promised last time that I would share a couple of tools for helping us connect with our true self. Oh, good. Well, and I intend to do that, but it's not today. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I keep Bait teasing. Teasing, I know. <laughs> so we can include this important stuff in our lives. But first, I want to carry this true self-awareness into the discussion we've been having about the emotional wounding And our bandaging of these wounds, right? Because that's where we've been. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm off on the true self. Well, there's a a reason. reason. Of course there is. As our personality develops from that pure state of unity at birth, the external impacts start overpowering our true self. And more and more of these environmental happenings create the wounds in our subconscious minds, which lead to the turmoil in our day-to-day life, right? These wounds that we've been talking about. The wounds then create more alienation from our true self, the source of our happiness, joy, and fulfillment. Now, the discontent and confusion we experience in our adult lives is rooted in the loss of these qualities, and we long for these qualities. Without these qualities, the important stuff, we experience what? Meaninglessness, deficiency, emptiness. Mm-hmm. Kind of that dead feeling, right? It's as, that facade as, as thing. J.D. was talking about, the search for meaning. It just, where is it? Meaning is part of the true self. That's just my Interesting. take on it. Right? Yeah. Yep. And if we're, not, if we're not connected with that true self, where's the meaning? We're still looking for it, right? Right, which means that we're not ever going to really be fully happy. Right. We find our own ways of bandaging the wounds, right? Drugs and alcohol, inflicting injury, behavioral obsessions, taking care of everybody except ourselves. How many Mm. of us do that? Martyrdom. Yeah. Anger, withdrawal, rejecting our emotions. So these chameleons of fear we are calling bandages— take us farther and farther away from the important stuff. Last time we talked about the importance of finding the awareness around the bandages and 
learning how to remove them, and finding the support to help us with understanding and moving through this process. This is not something you want to do alone, right? I mean, think about it. If, if we allow help and support into our lives, we allow the nurturance of the important stuff, mm-hmm. the love, kindness, forgiveness, compassion, all these things that we're looking for. As we learn. I was just going to yeah, say, no. it's interesting that when we come into the world and we have that moment or three that is pure, mm-hmm. it's a pure relationship with self. And then we start interacting with others and it impacts then us and our relationship with self. And so it's so interesting because what you were just talking about that, you know, not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. That it's like we need to go back to that true self and now learn how to undo some of that and um, and be much more purposeful in our then relationships and interactions with people. You got it. Just summed it up. I guess the show's over. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm such a good student. Yeah, it's great to, like, talk about, but it's the, the trick is – Doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. So we learn to remove these bandages. We're, we're going to get to the wound sooner or later, right? And when we get there, it's not enough to know that it's a wound. And it happened when someone said something cruel to us, for example, right? Mm-hmm. It's not. We need more than that. What got wounded, right? What got wounded? We call this a wound. Something got wounded. Your ego, pride, trust, self-worth. Probably, but taking those at face value is not enough, right? I don't think. I say this because the wounds have, once again, they've alienated us from our true self, that pure state of unity. When we're wounded, we move farther away from that, or we have a tendency to. So our source of compassion, love, kindness, forgiveness, value, joy, strength of will, they start, these wounds alienate us from those attributes that we so much want. I guess I'll call them attributes. Hmm. So, yeah, we must work on our emotional struggles and the autopilot we operate from. Becoming aware of the triggers and the reactions and learning to change them, as we've been talking about for weeks. But at the same time, we must go beyond this awareness and nurture our source of happiness, joy, and fulfillment, our true self. We must connect with the source. Our value is within our true self. If we have been devalued by experiences in our existence, we have been wounded. Our true self is the source of our value. So the very act of being devalued and rejected and then believing it takes us away from the source of our value. So we must connect with that source to find our value. I feel like this is the whole ego thing again, right? Because people forget. They think that ego is just about vanity and thinking that you're all that (laughs) when in equal measure – Ego is also about the insecurities. And so right. believing that, you know, 
whatever it is that happens, um, allowing yourself to be devalued in that way. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, and, and, and so our happiness is within our true self, too. And that's kind of what J.D. was talking about. If, mm-hmm. if we have been shown that our happiness is dependent on external things or people, that happens to a lot of folks. We've been wounded. That's what happens. We got wounded. Mm-hmm. Our true self is the source of our happiness. So believing that our happiness depends on others takes us away and alienates us from the source of our happiness. We must connect once again with that source to refine. Refine? Is that a word? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, rediscover. Rediscover. I like that one better. There we go. <laughs> Like refined, yes, but not Re- that. Yeah, okay. Rediscover. Yep, yep, Rediscover yep. our happiness. I'm shooting from the hip here. All right. I love it. All right. So our self-compassion, this is a big one, is within our true self. If we have learned that our failings do not deserve caring and forgiveness, we've been wounded. Sometimes that's a mortal wound. Mm-hmm. Our true self is the source of our self-compassion. So believing that we are not deserving takes us away from the source of our compassion, alienates us. We must connect again with that source to find compassion for ourselves. What does connecting with our source, our true self, mean? What do we do? There is a place inside all of us, you know, where this true self resides. It's always been there. Just being. If you practice meditation, I know you found it. If not, I still bet you found it from time to time, right? A beautiful, peaceful moment in nature. A spiritual experience. Being swept away in a musical passage. A feeling of knowing, intuition. These are all moments of connecting with your true self. I know you can remember the wonderful feelings associated with those moments. It was blissful for however long it was. It is possible to experience that knowing at our beck and call. We're going to take that up next time. The cliffhanger. Sorry. (laughs) Just when we get to the good stuff every time. (laughs) In summary, we have to connect with ourselves, our true selves, in order to be able to attune with others. In order to connect with our true selves, we need to discover what is in our autopilot functioning that is the result of wounds we have experienced and bandaged. we got to remove the bandages with care and support and examine the wound with the nurturance of our true selves. So I've asked, uh, next time I ask Steve to come in, on his own, and I'm going to have Shar come in on her own too and meet with them individually. I think Steve is struggling with some of this uh, trying to connect with his self, and uh, we're going to work on that together. So and we'll have a report. Okay, good, because I'm with Steve. Um, <laughs> it's hard. You mentioned a couple times JD, and I wanted to let listeners know that if they don't know about JD's show, it's called The Show Is 
uh, all about us. And it is also, it's a show that plays right before yours. Uh And it's also a podcast, so you can find that. And remember, you can also listen to past episodes of Greg's podcast, At The Root. You can go to his website and find it. Um, And that's kind of it. What do you want to tell people? Everyone, stay aware out there. See you next time.